Hi, Chris Fallotton here. Thanks for tuning in to my podcast. I'm so excited about my new show, Cultural Catalyst, where we help you to learn how to live fully alive, co-labor with God, and change the world. You can watch it weekly on my YouTube channel or listen to it here. Hope you enjoy it. Hi, welcome to Cultural Catalyst. I'm Chris Fallotton. Hey, we want to talk to you about how to change the world, how to be fully alive, and how to co-labor with God. And today I have Lindsay Ryman with me. I'm Hi. so excited to have you here. Thank you. And you are part of our spiritual intelligence. You're writing all of the curriculum for spiritual intelligence and yep. for our Spiritual Intelligence Institute. Tell us just a little bit about you. Let's get to know you. Um, yeah, I'm Lindsay. I'm a late bloomer in Christ. I encountered him in 2014 in a radical encounter in Thailand that wow. led me to BSSM. Yes. I shared that on one of our last interviews. It's funny. Yeah. I think everybody we've had on here is like a BSSM graduate. <laughs> that, that wasn't planned. That yeah. wasn't on purpose. Yeah, this yeah. It's kind of cool, though. But a, a testament to BSSM because it's exporting cultural catalysts. Absolutely. Just plugged myself. There you go. <laughs> and you, you have an organization, and it's called, I'm not even going to attempt mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's Latin. It's called Aqua Regia. I'm learning English still. Yeah. So. It's Latin means royal water. Royal water. Yeah. And what do you guys do in in your in that organization? What do you it, do? Yeah, it's a spiritual intelligence company. Um, while I have a big vision for it to do many things, currently we do one thing, and that is prophetic reports. Talk to us about that. I got one of those. They were outstanding. Yeah. yeah. Good. I've got a whole bunch of my friends. I'm your best salesperson. You really are, actually. Yeah. Chris is exactly. one of the best salespeople. I am. I'm like, ah, rocked me. Yeah. Um, they are, it's like a spiritual Narnia book meets the President's Daily Brief. That's how I like to describe it. It's really <laughs> okay. beautiful. And it's a collection of prophetic words that also includes analysis. Yes. So, but the twist is when we do prophetic reports for people, um, I never tell my team who it is. Okay. So. Yeah. This is, you had to explain this to me three times, but yes. I think I can explain to this. Okay, to let's see if you got it. Be f better than you. Oh, wow. Okay. At least I'm as ready. good as you. <laughs> okay. So this is the way they do the prophetic teams in that ministry, mm -hmm. which is incredibly unique. So they, they assign a number to a person, and instead of giving the name to a team of people, which could be, you know, 12 people, 15 people, they give them a number. So they know whether they're male or female. Yep. You can correct me. And what uh, and, and just a signed number, just a made up number. Correct. And the, and then she asked them to in groups of two, right? Typically in groups of two or three, when they prophesy, they come. Not groups of two, but okay. the whole group. I'm like they get assigned a code name. You're you get, prophesying over male eleven twenty two. Got it. Yeah. And then do they work individually? Yes. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. They work individually. They get all this prophetic stuff for this number who is a person yeah. who they know is a male or female. They don't know if he's the president of the United States or if he's Joe that they found under the under the bridge. Exactly. And they develop each individual person gets prophetic stuff for this person mm -hmm. who, again, they don't know. And and then they, they write out their prophetic words or record yeah. them, right? And then they're scripted. And then there's an analysis, which is beautiful, right? Yeah. I'm doing a better job than you. You're did, doing man. it. You're doing pretty good. This You're doing it. good. Yeah. <laughs> so you can take it from here because I, I from here I'm gonna really mess it up. Yeah. So essentially we get a collection of prophetic words for an individual. Yeah. It's done through the double blind methodology. They have no idea what each other are getting or who it's for. Yeah. And then once the words are in, it goes to our trackers, is what I call them. And we go through and track all the patterns and keywords and analyze 
um, what's in the report overall. Yeah. So if there's a theme, yeah. like let's say they say, oh, I see music or singing or dancing or something to do with arts. Yeah. Then that's all tracked to say, okay, well, this here's some common threads yeah. between what our prophetic people got for you. And it begins to build this beautiful picture. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is the journal that you create for them. Yeah. It's a great, it's like the gift for the person who has everything and they're really fun to make. And what's really fun to do is sometimes we get to do reports for very high profile people. And then we look at the report. I'm usually the only one who knows what it's for. And then we get to watch the news. And sometimes we watch stuff play out on the news that's yeah. in the report, like timestamp. Like this was created Crazy. like a year ago. And then I'm watching it on the news. Like, oh my gosh, that was in the report. That was in the report. So it's this grand experiment with God. And we have so much fun doing so, it. So I got one of those reports. I didn't know anything about, well, Lindsay was on our teams, but you have to mm -hmm. understand I have 700 people who work for me. Yes. Who work for <laughs> us. So she was on our teams, uh, on our prophetic teams. And then somebody provided this report for me. She, mm -hmm. Her team put it together. I didn't know what's happening. Yeah. I start reading through it. First, I just, like took it lightly. And then I, there was an incident that happened, which I, I don't want to describe because sure. it's confidential. But And I'm like, you know, I read that thing like three months ago, kind of skimmed it. And I'm like, I think that was in there. So I went back and looked and I'm like, oh my gosh, a whole bunch of stuff and uh, that I'm going through with instruction about how I'm supposed to do it, which yeah. was in that there, is in this book. And so now I read it cover to cover and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> and I get so intrigued by it. I actually have them do one for Bill Johnson and he's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And so, uh, and then, you know, one thing led to another. I wrote this spiritual intelligence book. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I feel like we're supposed to have an institute. Actually, my entire team's like, man, this is amazing. This isn't just a book. This is like a movement, like yeah. teaching people how to think like God and how to, uh, how to tap into SQ as opposed to IQ and EQ. This could be, this needs to be more than a book. And so who could lead this? And so immediately it comes... I'm having this conversation with my my one of my team, Bethany, and she's like, "Man, Lindsay Ryman would be amazing at lead." I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Lindsay Ryman is the person that should Aww. we should we should make her the point person." And so that's how we connected on Here the project. Did you? I didn't know if you even know that. I did not know that actually. Yeah, that's yeah. how it started. Yeah, and we were looking for someone that could lead the spiritual intelligence project, the institute itself. Yeah, and then remembered, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it. And the double blind method and just your, you know, you you really are brilliant. As, oh. you, no, I mean, I'm not just trying to compliment you. Like, you really are brilliant, especially in this whole area of spiritual intelligence. Like, it just made sense to kind of put you at the point of that. Thank you. So how long have you been, you know, I, you haven't been a believer that long. I mean, compared to like me, like right. 50 years or something. <laughs> And yet the Lord's taking you on this journey and you have this, you have some incredible stories. Like I know that you created a team for your own ministry yeah. and those folks uh, have been um, able to give direction and insight and wisdom to, let's just say law enforcement. Yeah. Um, and so you, you've got, you've got a great story. I know I want, I want to hear that one for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were doing reports for people and it was like we were in year two and it was still experimenting and, and figuring out. My, my intention was just to encourage people and also to do like sneaky evangelism, basically. Because yeah. when you get a beautiful book of prophetic words on your life, it doesn't matter what faith you're from. These people will 
tear into it and read it immediately. Yeah, here I am. Everyone wants to know Send what me. God thinks about them. Absolutely. Um, but this funny thing had started happening where solutions were accidentally popping out of the report. Like business people and, and different people in different sectors were like, it's so funny, there's this thing in this report and we took action on it and it actually led to some fruit. Like the, it worked out. So it's like, it's like not just a prophetic word. It has like connected to wisdom. Like what should you do about this? Yes. Wisdom is the key. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, man, maybe I should experiment a little little bit with like trying to just go after solutions. And in this time, because I'm new, someone said to me, Hey, have you ever heard of this guy named Dan McCollum? And I was like, no. And they're oh, like, our good friend. Yes. Who was also part of the SQ Institute. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so I had traveled to his, he has a thing called school of prophetic trainers Yeah. because I was like, I think I want to try to go out in the world and solve problems through the revelatory realm, but I didn't really know what I was doing. So check this out. He has this whole thing set up where Throughout the whole conference, there's these different um, mountains where it's like the mountain of government, the mountain of Hollywood, yeah, the mountain spheres, of media. Kind yeah. Of spheres, yeah. And, and there was sort of these like, they didn't call them SQ tests, but that's kind of what was happening. Yeah. It was like, get a word of knowledge here, see if you can solve this crime, see if you get words of knowledge Finding at children. the family mountain. Like, what's your Metron, right? Yeah. So I went to the School of Prophetic Trainers. I'm the leader of AR in the Prophetic Lab, and I did the entire, every single sphere. And I failed at every single test. I mean, I didn't get one thing right. So this is the moment, right? Where I was like, I'm a fraud. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't do this. I'm I not prophetic at I'm all. I'm not prophetic. I've tricked everybody. We, I need to cancel the lab. Like, I just, I want to tell this story because it's going to make sense in a minute. Yeah. But, and so that day I, I went, I remember I drove home and I was like, okay, what am I doing? Like, I can't try to pursue, try to even pursue solutions. I can't even get a word of knowledge at a trainer's event. Like, so it was really in my head. And a few days later, I had a divine appointment, if you will. A friend of a friend said, hey, Lindsay, I have uh, this businessman that I want you to talk to about God. And I just feel like you might have something for him. So I was like, oh, okay, sure. And so they put me on the phone with this guy. And have you ever been set up to talk to somebody and you realize they don't really want to talk to you? It's like your friend's idea. Yeah, yeah. And you're your like, why idea. am I? This is a terrible exactly. idea. This is a bad date right this, here. Exactly. <laughs> so he he says to me, he goes, um, he's like, okay, so I hear that like you're prophetic. And he goes, the truth is I just don't know if God still speaks to people the way he did to Daniel. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and he said, so why don't we do, why don't we take a, pay, a page out of the book of Daniel and do a test? And I was like, all right. Uh-oh. Right, uh, right? I'm, like, uh, I'm like, I'm fine, I'm tell fine. Tell me my dream and tell me what it means. So basically, that's what he did. He was like, um, he's like, okay, I have a problem, Lindsay, but I'm not going to tell you the problem. I want you to go pray, come back to me, tell me the problem and the solution. So I'm on the phone like, what? And so, but this calm came over me and I was like, okay, you know what? This sounds like a fun experiment. Um, and even if I get this wrong, I know that I'm a daughter and God still speaks and that God does speak to me. Totally. And he was like, okay, great. Call me in like 24 to 36 hours. And then he hung up. And 
I was like, cool. And I felt really calm about it. And then 30 minutes in, I started like sweating. And I was like, what have I done? <laughs> now I have to prove. What have I just said I do? Exactly. I'm like, now I have to prove that God still speaks <laughs> and that he speaks to me. And I'm like starting to like pace around. So I called um, I called a friend who I like to call Professor S. It's Francesco Sidelli. He's a teacher on the, <laughs> is yeah. also on your team. Yeah. Um, I call him and I was like, hey, listen. I got myself into a real prophetic pickle over here. <laughs> so I tell him the scenario and I'm like, I'm like, what do I do? I feel like I need to represent God and I feel like I'm getting nothing. And he was like, Hey, he's like, he's putting a demand on the anointing and that's biblical and that's okay. He's like, just have fun with it. And if you get it wrong, like you're still loved and you still hear God. Yeah. Right. Like chillax. Right. Exactly. So I was like, okay, cool. So I hung up and I was like, all right, let me think about this for a second. Like with Daniel, like with Nebuchadnezzar, like if he didn't get the dream, they were going to kill Daniel, right? <laughs> My situation is just some dude in Texas thinks I can't hear God. Like that's not really. And, and you don't, you've never even met the guy before. Exactly. The stakes yeah. are like really different. Yeah. But isn't it funny how the pressure comes yeah. on? So I was like, all right, chill out. Let, let's try this. And so then I was like, okay. What did Daniel do, right? So I open up to the book of Daniel. So when Nebuchadnezzar- When in doubt, read the Bible. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> this is this is helpful. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Daniel asked his friends to pray for him. Now I'm going to butcher the names, but he asked Hananiah, Mishael, and oh, Azaliah. I called Shadrach, Meshach, okay. and Abednego because I can't pronounce any of their names. Exactly. It's the right. Hebrew names of Shadrach, yeah. Meshach, and Abednego. But in the Bible, it's listed as Hananiah, Azaliah, yeah. Mishael, right? So I looked at it and I was like, okay, he asked Hananiah to pray for him. So I called my friend Hannah and asked her to pray for me. Michelle, I called my friend Michelle and I was like, here's what's going on. Can you pray for you me? Serious. I did. I copied it like literal, right? I was just like being a kid. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then my friend Annie. So called Michelle, Hannah, and Annie following the Bible. And I was like, I'm in a prophetic pickle. Here's what we're doing. And can you pray for me? to like get something and they're so excited. They're like, this is going to be amazing. And yeah. I'm like, I'm not so sure if it's going to be. Exactly. What else did Daniel do? Well, he fasted a lot. So I was like, I'm going to fast. Because at this point, I'm just trying to pull out spiritual tricks, right? I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm doing. And I'll never forget, like, I went on long walks. I prayed. I soaked. And I was getting nothing. And I remember my friend Annie called me and she, it was like 8 p.m. And she's like, hey, what's going on? What are you getting? And I was like, absolutely nothing. Huh. I have nothing. I don't even have like a like a good fake word to give him at this point. Um, and so she's like, okay. To be clear. There are no fake words. Him, you wouldn't give a good fake word. What I'm just saying is I couldn't even make I'm up just, something. Uh, you, I got a lot of people who hate me. So yeah. I just want to be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a joke. Let's cut that part. It was yeah. a joke. <laughs> I couldn't even come up with anything to say. Yeah, is my point. Exactly. I know what you're saying, okay. but I just want people to know like, that was we, a joke. We do need it. It's a joke. Yeah. It's a, a prophetic joke. Prophetic joke. So, so then she's like, she said something really smart and she was like, well, maybe you're going to have a dream because Daniel would get stuff like in, in night visions, in right? Dreams, yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, exactly. So I think at like 8 30 p.m. I'm going to sleep. I did. I was like in my bed like this, like, I'm ready. I'm ready for my dream. Can't even sleep. Yeah, exactly. And, this is where um, the Lord is so kind and gracious. Um, at a certain point, sometime between like 9 or 10 p.m., I don't remember, um, an angel came into my room and put— Were, were you asleep? I was awake. Okay. And I wanna, I'm going to explain something in a second. Okay. angel came into my room and put a hand on my head to and prayed for me, or what I understood is praying for me. I actually don't know how to put words to it, but yeah. 
Um, I want to touch your head and said something. Yes, which launched me into. Did you see the angel with your eyes? So this is what I want to get into. I did not see the angel with my eyes. Okay. Um, I felt it, and when I say I felt it, people are like, "It's not like I was like, oh, I feel an angel in here." It felt like, um, like heat and fire and like a laser (laughs) running through. Yeah. So there was like like a divine. It was other world. It was otherworldly. Yeah, and you you sensed it, but not but didn't see it. I was like something. This is happening. So some of your five senses p- perceived that there was something happening, yes. not just in your imagination. Yes, physical senses. Yeah, physical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it that experience launched me into a, and I'm not sure what the correct term is. Was okay. it was it a trance? Was it an open vision? It it was, I a window opened. Yeah. Um. Into another realm. Yep. Okay. And I were you awake? Yes. Okay. And I saw into a location in the world. Okay. So no, like up in the U.S. You want to disguise this a little bit because of the yes. who, who it is. Yes, I am changing some details. Yeah, yeah. okay. So I saw into a location. I, I saw something that looked very earthly. I wasn't seeing into heaven is my yeah. point, right? And I won't say what I saw just to protect the privacy of- The person, yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I remember- it was happening, and then it it stopped, kind of like um, it closed. Like, yeah, like when a TV screen goes like shh. So it was almost okay. like everything went. Back and were to you normal. seeing that with your eyes, or was it like a a, a, a vision, a st- like a vision? Oh no, I saw it with my eyes. But was eyes. I was I in the body? Was I as, like, like a Paul? You're kinda, like kind of that. I thing. don't know how to categorize. But you it. could see it with your physical eyes. I could see it. Yes. Yeah, so that was definitely a vision. Yeah, unless it was a trance. Unless it was a trance. Yeah. But I don't know how to, anyways. For just for the sake of audience, uh, so there's two trances mentioned in the Bible, one Paul had and one Peter had. So you'll need to go just look up the word trance. You'll see them. Yeah. Peter saw, um, you know, um, uh, the unclean animals coming down. God saying, "Kill and eat." It was all. He said, and the Bible says he was literally in a trance. Paul also had the same, a very similar experience. Both were trances. So when we think about trances and we think of New Age witchcraft, all of that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there is that element too, but there's but if there's a demonic thing, there's usually there's usually a kingdom thing because yeah. the the devil is not a creator, so he's he is he's a perversion. He's perverting. He's 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 creating another version, yes. the wrong version. Yes. So keep going. Yes. Yeah. So when someone says uh, you, when you say I I might have been in a trance, I, I just don't want our audience to fade yeah. away and click off. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm learning how to talk about these things. Oh, no, and when I've had these, these experiences, are, that's the right language. Just the biblical language yeah, for it. Yeah. So, yeah. So it happened, and then it it, it closed. closed. And then I I just remember I jumped out of bed, and I was like, "He did it!" And I wrote everything down, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Right? So excited. Finally, I was like, "I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight." Um, I did actually. I didn't even have a dream that night. Woke up the next morning. This is how powerful doubt is. Now, I need people to know, like, I don't have angels coming into my room every night. So that's, like, a really big deal, right? Um, And also, I've never, when I've been, like, pursuing, like, I need an answer to a question, I never actually get it that night. Like, that was a very powerful experience. You're just saying this isn't your norm. Exactly. But this is how powerful doubt is. Because that next morning, I looked at what I had written down, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like actually, this there's nothing in here that actually sounds like a problem or a sounds solution. Sounds like me preparing for a message on Sunday. Yeah, you're like, wait, <laughs> so what? good when I got it. Yeah, <laughs> <Wake up. laughs> 
exactly. wake up to preach it. I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I going to preach? Yeah, exactly. So suddenly I was like, uh, I don't wait, what, what is this anything to give someone? And so I start to panic. And so like, um, I remember I, te- I texted Professor S. <laughs> I was like, hey, people should read these texts. Hey, uh, Angel came, window opened, but maybe it's not connected to this. Could it just be a random supernatural occurrence? And I remember my phone was ding and it just said, not random. <laughs> like, of course, right? Like, yeah. okay, Lindsay. So then I talked to someone. I was like, I have this information, but it, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. And they're like, well, just listen. This is what you got from God. Go in confident. Daniel went in confident. So I remember I was on the way to the airport, so nervous. I don't know why, but you get, I I was also coming off this experience of like trying to hear God and failing. And now I have this guy testing me and I don't know, it just got under my skin. So finally I was like, okay, God, I'm your daughter. It doesn't matter. This is an experiment. Let's try it. So I remember I wrote this text and I basically said, your problem is this and you'll be able to find the solution here. You wrote him in text. Yeah, yeah. In a text message. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wait, why is that weird? <laughs> well, it, it text messages are not the way you usually prophesy over somebody. So I think that was interesting. This is true. Well, he just told me to contact him through a certain way. Oh, so, I see. So, yeah, busy, so that was kind of busy business person. Yeah, yeah. So I was following protocol. It got was it. like that reach was out his to protocol. Exactly. So there you go, Lord. Yeah. You got to make this work on text. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, and then I'll never forget it. I was sitting in SFO, um, getting ready to board a flight, and the, my phone dinged. It was like, ding. And I looked at it, and he said, um, I won't say all of it, mm. but basically it was like, what you have just described is something my team has begun discussing only like 72 hours ago. He's like, the timing of this is improbable. And I literally jumped in in the (laughs) middle of SFO and I was like, the God of Israel speaks, (laughs) like just like freaking out. Everybody was looking at me. And anyway, I know. And so he was like, okay, what else? Like, what else you got, kid? You know what I mean? And so that started this whole relationship where we were exploring unlocking solutions from heaven for practical earthly purposes. And that was my training ground. And I felt like a kiss from God being like, hey, yes, in this artificial training environment, did you get all the words of knowledge? Did you hear me? No, but that doesn't mean I'm not speaking to you. And then Gate like brought this risky, I think he brought it as a sign to be like, yes, pursue this. So good. So we have been, we started playing around with it at the lab. And that's also the main focus of what we're going to do at the SQ Institute. So good. I remember a story of a friend of mine. He got this prophetic word for the CEO of a, of a very large tech company that you would absolutely know the name. Yeah. And uh, so it, he, he wrote him like five letters saying, hey, I'm a prophetic guy. I got this thing for you. And it just took him forever. And finally, I think it was like the secretary saw it and said, this guy's written you like five times. Maybe you should see him. Yeah. So the guy gives him like 15 minutes. Okay, come on and give 15 minutes. Well, before he goes in there, the Lord gives him these numbers. He doesn't even know what they mean. It's just a string of numbers. Yeah. Kind of like a social security number, but it's it's like three three different levels. And so uh, so he's like, okay, what is this? Because he has a prophetic word, but he doesn't know anything of what the numbers mean. Yeah. So he walks in and, you know, the guy sits down and there's like five guys. The CEO brought like a COO and the CFO and just this whole team. And they're like... All right, you know, Mr. Jones, what do you have? And he said, well, I don't know what this means, but I, I was supposed to first give you these numbers. And he, he reads off the numbers, and immediately the guy calls security, 
they lock the building down, and it turns out the long the short story is that's the that's the 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 description number and the model number of a brand new invention that is top top secret. Yeah. Yeah. And so they call in security, they arrest him, they think he's a spy, oh, international spy, and it takes him like four hours to convince him that he's actually a prophet. Yeah, but not a spy. But not a spy. A spy of the kingdom, if a spy you will. A spy of the kingdom. <laughs> anyway, go. it was such a funny and intriguing story. Yeah. This is so exciting. So we set up the, this, the SQ Institute because you can actually train your senses as Hebrews 5 says. Yes. And and we're like, all right, you know, some of the things we're breaking into, can we disciple people in this whole Etsu Institute? So tell us a little bit about the the institute and it, it, we really have we have like a an SQ masterclass, right? Yep. Spiritual intelligence masterclass. Yes. And that's like self-driven class. Tell us a little bit about that first. Yeah, so Chris made a great masterclass, which is the foundation for everything that we're doing. And at SQ Institute, you can yeah, take- I don't want to brag about myself. I know, right? <laughs> easier for you to do. I know. Uh, it's brilliant, and you'll be very inspired. And so you can take just the masterclass on your own time and watch it and, you know, watch it on your own pace. And we have some activations and things for you to go through as you do that. A workbook. And, yes. And uh, you can read the book itself. Yeah. But then there's also the Solutionaries Intensive, which is where you will take the masterclass, but then also you will come to a main assembly where you will hear from Chris. Online. Yep, online. Chris, Dano, and myself. And then you will go into Intel Teams. This is the most exciting part. Where, I love this part. I know. So a lot of times in schools, we teach you how to do things, and then we just do an activation, like a little one on each other, and then... You know, it's kind of in theory, mm -hmm. but we were like with SQ Institute, let's break out of theory and let's just do it. So your Intel team will actually get real problems in the world that are going on. And then we are going to try to solve it through the revelatory realm. Are we doing a double blind? We are going to do the double so, blind. So the the problem itself, the problem itself will be disguised. It kind will. of like the Daniel thing. Like the guy tested with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Tell me my problem and then give my answer, right? Yeah, because, and the reason we're doing that is, one, it's just to remove some filters and honestly pressure because I don't know about you. It's almost like when you're praying for someone when they're sick and they yeah. want to tell you all the things that are wrong with you. You're like, actually, I don't want to know. You're going to kill my faith. Like, let's, yeah, the same. Yeah. So we're just kind of like, we're having a lot of fun playing around with that. And yeah. we're going to do a lot of um, training, like, word of knowledge drills, blind versus informed. And I want everyone to know, like, when training, sometimes you might not get stuff, but that doesn't mean you don't hear God. Like, That's just right. like my story. Like, yeah. I went to the Dano training and I failed everything. Yeah. And then when the real situation, like, arrived and God brought me that risky situation, it he showed up. And so we keep showing up to train because we can't stop, won't stop, right? Exactly. <laughs> and believe that there's a moment where where the anointing's going to come, where, where our purpose, mm -hmm. like that was what he was calling me into, and I didn't know it at the time. And so anyways, feel safe. I like to create safe places for people to practice and dispel any thoughts that like you or me or Dano are getting like words of knowledge every 24-7. You know what I mean? It's not true. Yeah, yeah. And also like, oh, you're a false prophet because you didn't get the prophetic word wrong, right? No. You know? and, and I, I, I'm funny, uh, I think that most of those people don't even believe prophecies for today. So yeah. the way they read the Bible is like, 
Jesus would say, in the last days, all the prophets will be false. You know, yeah. Where we're like we're raising up prophetic people, prophetic teams, solutionaries, right? Yeah. Kairos conductors. Yes. Cultural catalysts. Or this came out of the cultural yeah. catalysts, and you know, and we're we're really trying to. I mean, the the bottom line goal is to attract people to Jesus Christ. Exactly. Um, you know, uh, get them connected to the redemption story and the power of God, and really um, let it be on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And and and, and really. Figuring out ways to activate people in making disciples of nations, and yes. that you know that begins in simple ways. And I, I love uh, spiritual intelligence because you know we're learning. Like Second uh, Corinthians five seventeen, we quote often: "If any man be in Christ, he's a new creation." We seldom quote the previous verse, which right now is a verse that is being highlighted to me, which is, "If any man be in Christ." I mean, before that verse, if any man be Christ's new creation, is the is the verse that says, "We know each other no longer after the flesh." Yeah, we knew Christ this way once before, but know Him no longer this this way. Next verse, if if any man be in Christ, and the point that Paul's making there is that we have to learn how to know each other after the Spirit. Yeah, this is this is not just like this is great what you're sharing, but it's who's who's growing up in your home. Yes, it's about your children. It's about your spouse. It's about your employee. Like, what could happen if you could live future present? Yeah. What could happen if you actually knew? Like, David was not even invited to the inauguration when Saul, when Samuel was looking for a king. Jesse, his father, mm-hmm. brought seven the seven brothers, seven older brothers, to the inauguration for Samuel to find a pro. I'm sorry, find a king amongst right. them. And didn't even invite David. Yeah. And so, you know, Samuel says, is there nobody else? In fact, Samuel's going to anoint Elib, the oldest. And the Lord said to Samuel, Elib, I mean, Samuel, you're you're looking as man looks. Right. Like you know him after the flesh. Right. He's the tallest. He's the oldest, you know, the most mature. So Samuel said to, to Jesse, is there anyone else? And he goes, well, this got the, my young boy. And, you know, this 15-year-old boy comes running out of the, the shepherd's flock, and Sam and God says to Samuel, that's the guy. And what I'm getting at is that when we're talking about spiritual intelligence, we're talking about solving problems for governmental offices and businesses, probably the most profound effect it has is actually solving prob- hard problems and also identifying people in your own family so that you can train up a child in the way they should go. Yeah. Because you understand future present where this child is heading. Yeah. And this is all part of spiritual intelligence right here. Yeah. And it's also about the connection of like mm-hmm. the body working together. Absolutely. Because it can't just be like one prophet, right? You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's like who are you running with? What yeah. is the prophetic company you're like building? Which is going to be great because at SQ they'll work in teams. Because yeah. I feel strongly, because like Jesse missed it, right? Yeah. So somebody else had to come in and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, you're missing it!" Like you need you need the body to like move together because so we good. all have these different um, gifts. We need to become the Avengers. The Avengers. <laughs> we were just like, talking about what that. is your superpower? Exactly. <laughs> these are the conversations we're having in my office behind closed doors. Yeah. we have to help people find their superpowers. And yeah, I'm like, this is probably a weird conversation for anybody who walked in here, but. So we 
So you can, we're, we're launching in January. Do you yep. have a, a launch date, the exact date yet? January 21st. January 21st. You can you can get more uh, by getting on sqinstitute.com. Did I get that right? Yes. sqinstitute.com. We'll probably put that in the feed anyway. Yep. And uh, you can sign up there. You can still sign up for the class. Hasn't started yet. Yep. Um, for the master class too, right there. And oh, by the way, uh, I just want to, I know we got to go, but we, we, we have a, a whole spiritual intelligence test. It's kind of like an IQ test. Yes, it is. Which is really powerful. You're going to take it at the beginning of the, uh, of the SQ Institute, and you're going to take it at the end so you can see your own growth, identify areas where you're really, like where, where your genius is, your superpower. Sure. And also areas like not so much, and you can develop all those areas, and it's really powerful. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun tool, and I'm. We want you to do it at the beginning and then at the end. Yeah, because we just want you to recognize areas that you can have fun to play with and grow. All of my training is always like being playful in the prophetic and like enjoying. It's always the beginning of a conversation. Yeah, right? the kingdom of God is not eat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy. Peace and joy are a big part of the kingdom. Yeah. Lindsay, thanks so much for being on. Would you just pray for people right now? Would you just, would you just, just give them an impartation of this gift that's on your life, please? Yeah. Holy Spirit, I ask for those watching today that there would be an increase of faith in their life, mm -hmm. and I boldly ask for you to bring a risky situation to them mm -hmm. where they can step forward and display your glory. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless you. See you next week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Do you know that you have access to the mind of God? Through the power of the cross, you have a connection to what God thinks about problems and the circumstances of life. You might be going through something right now that you think is a problem, but to God, it's actually just a challenge when you have access to the thoughts of God for the solutions for the problems that you are facing. And instead of living with limited insight and intelligence, you can develop your spiritual intelligence. Yeah, this is the real exciting part of it. You can actually develop spiritual intelligence and grow your connection with God. And you can actually think like God. Yes, you can actually think like God. First Corinthians chapter two tells us that we can create an access point with God where we actually think God's thoughts. And so we are offering courses to empower you to think beyond the limits of human reasoning and move in to God reasoning, to God thoughts, to God's ideas in real time and increase your capacity for spiritual intelligence. Are you ready to explore God's terrain of thought in your life's challenges and actually go from victim to victor? We really want to encourage you to take this course. You can enroll in this course at thesqinstitute.com and access God's intelligence for your situations and learn how to grow your capacity in God. God bless you.